Welcome to Ariel Talk Time, hosted by business intuitive, entrepreneur, and founder of Ariel, Victoria Lynn Weston. Listen to her thought-provoking interviews with inspiring leaders, creators, and intuitive thinkers who share their stories and lifestyle tips to enhance your way of living. And we're inviting you to join our conversation. If you like this interview, please post a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. I do appreciate it. Before I introduce my guests, I want to talk to you a little bit about voice and the world of Alexa. As you know, we at Aereo love custom Alexa skills. In fact, we have three of them. We have Aereo Flash Briefing, and we have Aereo Feng Shui, where you can enable the skill and then get daily Feng Shui tips provided by certified Feng Shui consultants, Amanda Gibby-Peters and Viviana Estrada. Probably my favorite Alexa skill is Aereo Positive Living Tips. Aerial Positive Living presents inspiring, motivational, and unique daily tips from Aerial's featured members, who are among the world's leading lifestyle consultants, including certified feng shui experts, intuitive counselors and consultants, health and wellness practitioners, dream experts, and more. And if you want to learn more about Aerial's daily featured member, Alexa will send you a text with a web link straight to your mobile device. And this is awesome. You click on the text, the web link, and you open up the bio of the featured member. For instance, maybe it was Amanda Gibby-Peters you listened to. You get a little summary bio. You get her contact information. You can click to call, click to email, connect with her on social media, and so on. If you're looking for daily tips and you want to be inspired, and who doesn't need a little inspiration every day? And what you do when you enable the skill, it's free. You can do it on Amazon.com. Just search Aerial Positive Living Tips or ask Alexa, enable positive living. Today's guest is Lauren Bordalami Robbins. She is a psychic medium and spiritual teacher. Lauren is a natural-born gifted psychic medium who delivers heartfelt, loving, compassionate messages from deceased loved ones and and family members. She was trained in spiritual and holistic modalities and specializes in private angel, psychic medium, and healing sessions, spiritual training, as well as medium gallery events. She resides in Boston, and she has an office there. So anyone up in the Boston, Massachusetts area, you can schedule a session and meet with her face-to-face. She also consults by uh, telephone. And anybody can ring her up, schedule an appointment. She's on a new mission now. And I really like what she's doing because I, for one, always think if you want to communicate with a deceased loved one, Aunt Martha, Grandma Adelaide, or any of that type of thing, that you have the power within yourself to be able to do that. So maybe, you know, it's good to go to one psychic spiritual medium once or twice and then save the rest of the hundreds of dollars you'd invest and learn how you can do that yourself. And Lauren is the one that can show you. She is starting a new program and it's called Personal Mediumship. Help you understand why that's important and taking this class will open you up so that you can learn to communicate, but also understand what your truth indicators are. Because a lot of people say, you know, I don't know if it's really my aunt. How do I know it's really her that I'm talking to? It's all about personal mediumship so that you can learn how to communicate with your deceased loved one. So let's go connect with Lauren and learn how to do that. So Lauren, you've been working on some classes and events, and uh, you are starting a new, a new teaching class. And what is that going to be all about? Okay, so I'm excited to say that I am um, teaching a new class. It's coming in April, and April 4th through the 25th is going to be at night now on Thursday evenings, and um, it's called Until We Meet Again. 
And I have been wanting to, for quite some time, write a class for people to be able to do their own personal mediumship. And how this developed was, when I obviously, when I see clients with mediumship issues and they want to connect to loved ones, it's wonderful, wonderful to give them validating information, which helps them quite a bit um, in the healing process to know that they're not alone. This, though, can I just interrupt this one second? You said something very important. You gave them validation about, you know, connecting with with a loved one on the other side. And so you, as a spiritual medium, psychic medium, and uh, even myself as an intuitive consultant psychic, we all have our, you know, internal truth indicators. So when you... How is the validation? I mean, how do you know you're tapping into that loved one? And then how does the uh, the client, the person you're working with, I mean, what what is the validation they get? Well, they get a variety of things, and it all really depends on how the spirit um, of that person that pa- uh, passed away wants to come through to me because I have all of the senses pretty strongly to see, hear, feel, um and no, and you know, this taste and s- smell, but that doesn't usually come through a mediumship when I'm doing a reading. Um, that comes in for a personal mediumship when they're having experiences. Um, but how I receive is it depends on how the spirit wants to present itself to me, but I am a physical medium, meaning that I get a lot of pain and discomfort in my body of how that person passed away or their experiences before they pass away. So a lot of times that comes through first. You know, where I start feeling like sick in my stomach if um, or nauseous if the person had like, say, an overdose. I can feel like if they're what their last experience was, if there was something in the system before the person passed away, whether it was drugs or alcohol, um, pain like around my neck. If there was like a self-infliction with a hanging um, chest pains when I get cardiac. And of course, this doesn't help me because I have I've always had a lot of health issues myself, but I, I feel the pain of that person first. And then, you know, I obviously see if they're female or a male first, and then I get the pain next. And typically they start showing me images about their life, what they look like, uh, what their hair looked like, or their face. Or, a lot of times they'll show me one body part, like, I mean, face part, I should say. A lot of times it's like their nose or their mouth before the other features come on their face. So I'll say, like, they hated their nose, or they had the most beautiful eyes, because I'll see the eyes first, and the person will be like, Oh, my God, yes, they did. And I said, they're blue. And, you know, I get into descriptions or there was like a mark on their face or a scar on their face or they had a space between their teeth. And these are things that there's just no way I could make up, you know. And so and then the personality comes in where I I can start getting really like excited or I can feel very depressed if the person was a depressed person. And then a lot of times it's just other messages like, I saw you come to the hospital. You know, I know that I was already gone, but I, I saw you come in. You know, my spirit was lifted, but I was there and I saw you come in. And the person will say, oh, my God, yes. And so it's these are things that anybody that's legitimate, um, I always say in this work and what I'm teaching, won't be able to make up. Tell me a little bit more about um, personal mediumship, because until you brought this up, I hadn't really heard of that. And I'm really intrigued about it. Well, I kind of, I'm calling it this, and I probably should trademark it, but it's it's one of these things that I really feel that, uh, in my professional opinion, and have reading clients for over 12 years now professionally, that it's really important for people to develop their own gift. And, you know, because they can come to me for a reading, and I charge 250 for an hour, 
And that's wonderful. But they leave and they say, you know, when can I talk to them again? Because they're speaking to them through me once I make that connection. I let them have a back and forth conversation with them if they want to have additional questions. Or else I just keep giving messages from their loved ones to be validated. And But I feel like there's just such a hole in their heart still when they leave. And I'm thinking to myself, what can I do? What can I do for them? You know, I don't feel like a person has to go to a medium every single time. They want to talk to a loved one. They I need, agree with that 100% because they need to, because number one, it becomes expensive. Number two, you know, if there's not a great connection that day or something, the person just doesn't feel like they got enough information or if they're very emotional, they may have not received a lot of information. And this came to me all by accident like three or four years ago. There's a person in Mansfield, Massachusetts that tragically lost a child, don't want to say female or male or whatever. Um, it ended up being that my husband was on the job. He's a firefighter and was first responder on that job. And, um, and I felt so bad that I reached out to the parent, one of the parents and said, listen, I'm a medium in town. You know, I don't want anything from you, but if you ever need any help, just come to me. I didn't know all the details because my husband doesn't, can't talk about all that to me. I mean, except for the obvious of what happened to the child, but not like anything else. So it came up to a point that, the, per, the, uh, the parent and I met um, in synchronicity. Um, he was walking by one day, obviously, I just said male. He was walking by one day when my, my practice was uptown. Uh, I reached out to the person and said, you know, I, um, are you this, uh, this child's parent? And he said, yes. And I said, okay, well, I have a message for you and I'm a medium. And he's, cause he was looking at my window. I already left my practice space and I saw him walking by, but I didn't want to bother him. Anyway, ended up being I gave him a message that he knew about and just started, you know, losing it on the street. And I said, listen, let's go in my office space and talk privately. So he was a very religious man. Fast forward, I was like I felt so obligated to help him because it was his only child. And I said, you know, this is what I'm getting. I said, but, you know, I'm I, we're going to do prayer in this work. So I worked with him for like a good year and he ended up and teaching him how to talk to his child. Because he was just in this horrible place, and the what happened to the child was horrible. And I was like, I've got to do this. I've got to do this. I don't know how to start it off, but I've got to do it in the way that I did with him. Um, and i got to do it in a way that people can talk, learn to build their, um, their connection to the other side in a safe manner, learn how to raise their vibration, learn how to properly ask for them, and have building blocks to be able to do that because – a course costs just as much as my one-hour reading, but these people are going to have a 10 hours of, of, of teaching time. I'm going to be mentoring them. I'm going to work with them to get to this place where they can talk to their loved ones anytime. And the reason is, is for their own personal healing, but it also creates a bond between this world and the other world where when they pass away, they've already created such a strong link to the other side that their loved ones will be there waiting for them. So it's like a way to be able to heal, process the loss, but also make a connection that they, they're getting their signs stronger. They're getting their messages stronger. They can initiate, initiate contact when they want to speak to them versus waiting for them to come through, the loved ones that come through to them, which can take a lot of energy, especially if they just passed away, to make that contact. Exactly. So, so what you're trying to do is teach people and something I've believed in for a long time. I think we as individuals are the, the closest catalyst to channel or get spirit from our deceased loved ones far more than you know a, a, a spiritual medium 
those that aren't necessarily, you know, because every spiritual medium is has their strengths and weaknesses. So that's that's another thing to take in. So you're teaching these people how to make just basically make a link to their own loved ones. Exactly, I mean, exactly. But and then but, the same vein, teaching them their their own truth indicators and how they can handle that, which is such an important thing. And that they know, like you say, they could save a lot of time and money once they do that. And once they understand that the truth indicators, they don't have to question whether that spirit message was real. So they don't have to think, oh, gee, I'm just making this up. I want to hear that. So I think what you're doing is 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 long overdue and very much needed. So I think that would be awesome for anybody to sort of learn how they could become, you know, a, a, their own personal mediumship. Right. Well, the thing is, too, I do. I'm not saying like I don't want to ever do medium readings again. I, I believe that for anybody that's going to take a class in mediumship, number one, they should get a reading from somebody that is tested and endorsed or has like, a, you know, good credentials to make sure that they are receiving messages from their loved ones already, because that helps them to be open and say, OK, they really are coming through to me. Well, that, what's the next step? OK, let's do personal mediumship. What does that really mean? Not only what I just said, but um I believe you have to have your, if, if people are interested in this work long term, they have to have their own um, strengths and know their, like they can re- receive messages from their own loved ones. They can do it on their own way. They can raise their vibration. They're being mentored in a class. And then if they want to take it to the next level and go read other people, fine, go take another mediumship class. But the thing is, a lot of people will jump into regular mediumship training, not knowing exactly what they're going to be doing, and they're reading other people's loved ones. Who wants to read other people's loved ones? You've got to read your own first. And so, and that's like the, the biggest thing is that you have to trust yourself first and trust what you're receiving from messages because that makes it so much stronger when you end up turning around and making a career out of this right. to read the people. Some people's destiny is not to read other people. They just want to read their own. So they're going to these classes. Nothing wrong with the other classes, but they go to these other classes and they're reading other people, but they're still questioning their own messages from their loved ones. That's the biggest thing that people need to do is have their own connection first, be able to talk to the mother, father, or sister, or child that they lost that they they can't get over. Like sometimes I've read people that are suicidal. They lost their child. They don't know how they're going to move on without their child, and they're just so bad. It's like, what can I do besides this reading to help these people? And this is how this class was born. And it kept on. Tell me an example of what the first class would be like. I mean, what's the first step that you talk to your students about personal mediumship what's the first thing that you teach them well there's four parts of the class i'm trying to do it into four weeks like where it's like four um 10 hours total and the first part is like about what mediumship is um how to raise their vibration um grounding themselves you know making sure that they're open um to receiving messages and the reason there could be many reasons that they're not open one was from the breathing process of disbelief or not having their chakras open and aligned how to open the chakras to make sure that they can receive um in this so the steps the first part of it is it's really like understanding what mediumship is uh why sometimes you can't receive messages how to open those up um and then okay, let's 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 talk about a couple of those things sure. how do you open up your chakra well this is part of my class, but just give me a little, just a little tidbit, so that people, you know, these are questions they want to know. Some people don't even know what chakra is. Maybe we should start with what is, what are chakras? Okay, well, I'm also a Reiki master teacher, so like I kind of incorporate a lot of my stuff together in my classes, but in my training. But chakras are energy points within the body, and they start at the base of the spine and they end at the top of the head, and there's seven of them. 
So the chakra points are really, really important for healing and also connection to the other side. So whenever I'm teaching psychic medium or Reiki work, obviously the chakras come in play. And um, the, the first one starts at the base of the spine and it's, it's the color is red. It's like a round circle of red. And that like is about your confidence and your, um, uh, your grounding. Like if you feel flighty, you feel like unstable, you're all over the place. That means you're ungrounded and that chakra has to be worked on. Uh, and then it, it goes up to the crown, but then the second one is orange, and that's like for um, your sexuality, um, how you think about yourself. Then the third one going up, it starts at the base, starts at, ends at the crown. Um, and the third one is yellow, and it's this um, solar plexus, and that's, you know, basically your confidence and um, self-worth. And then your heart is your fourth one that's green, and that talks about self-love from yourself um, and from others. And then the uh, fifth one is your throat. That is your communication to spirit, but it's also your communication to other people and speaking the truth. The sixth one is your third eye between your eyebrows, and that is indigo blue. And that is your psychic connection and your insight. And then the top one is your crown, which does have everything to do with all that is. And that's your spiritual portal and your connection. And it's called the crown chakra. And that is um, purple. So, like, all these have to be aligned, starting from the base, going up to the top, and open to receive the best communication. So, the best way to do it, there's several ways you can do it. You can do it through meditation, but you can also imagine those. Um, a lot of times I'll say a couple different things. One is I'd say um, imagining those um, points starting from the base up, just swirling energy with that color in them. And just start from the bottom, go on the next one, go on the next one, the next one. You reach the top. That is a way to open them. Or you can open a sliding door where you see the color. That's and good. And you stop face and go to the top. Cause, but there's ways like this. It's not just that easy. Like when I go in my classes, I actually talk about identifying and finding out if you have a blocked chakra in those areas because it not only brings in disease and illness, but it also can throw off your ability to communicate with the other side and how to turn around and find out if they're blocked and how to open them. Because so this is the first thing, like I'm not going to just throw people into mediumship. They got to understand, can they communicate? Everybody can communicate. What are your weak points? Where are you blocked? Do you have disease, disease in that body, part of the body? Do you have depression and anxiety, which puts you in a different level of communication. You know, how do you raise your vibration when you have health issues? So all these things are really important because people can't just jump into regular traditional mediumship and just expect to do it. We got to work on that part before we get to. Right. But in this case, we're talking about people in general that yep. have lost a loved one that really want to be able to understand mediumship so they can communicate with them and then and and have that sort of you know their own spiritual side as as a result ends up evolving in that so you take them through the a variety of, of classes and the first being you know cleaning out the chakras and that tell me when is the uh, first class the first class is april 4th uh, it was moved from saturday so a lot of people said they were interested but saturday are tough so i moved them to thursday evening so it's a few days earlier so it's april 4th and ends the 25th, and I really want people to go to all the classes because each part is, um, so the first part is like, well, a little bit's about me, and then it goes into like the self-healing, opening up your chakra process, and the second part is about like psychic uh, work because you have to be a little psychic, obviously, to get into the, the mediumship part and how to um, 
uh, also understand like the own, your own messages that you've always been receiving because we've always had it, you know, and to, I, you know, go back to those places where you have been already, where you've received messages to validate yourself that you've already been receiving. And then like the last part is all the exercises when I get involved. And the thing is, is that I decided also not just to have this class, but follow up is so huge that I've decided to continue by having offering mediumship development circles. So once people can work on their own gifts, they can also help reading other people in circles and developing their gifts because when you stop after a class and you don't do it on a regular basis, you start shutting down your communication. Yeah. It's a medium. I'm not forced, but I'm doing it on a weekly basis, almost a daily basis, where I'm receiving messages from loved ones. I talk to spirit every morning as part of a, a, a ritual when I get up in the morning before I even start working and get busy for the day. But people, if they don't do it on a daily basis, it can start shutting down or if they get stressed out and don't know how to. Right. Self- There's a lot of things, too, that people... Yeah. It brings me to a couple of different questions. I want to I want to get through these. I know. Um, it's yeah. like million hours about you go this. through all that, and then I'm going through the part of what do people start to really freak out? Like, oh my God, maybe they open themselves up, or maybe they become scared. They're going to turn into Jane Roberts and start channeling, you know, Seth or something. Because there's a lot to just opening yourself up intuitively, and of course through a, a spiritual connection by way of mediumship. So, how do you deal with those people so they don't get freaked out and start channeling other spirits? Well, that's the thing. I set a lot of intentions in this class. Like I, I don't just open up. Whenever I open up, I set intentions to work within the white light, and there's all different kinds of spiritual beings. So I teach these people how to open up properly and how to connect and how to say uh, their intention of what they want to do with working with spirit. But there's also a portion in here about protection and, you know, um, being very careful when they're doing mediumship, what to do, what not to do. Um, and I also sell a spiritual protection kit, uh, which I've done for a long time for clients because there are times that people just try to do this stuff on their own without any training or whatever, and they end up going into someplace else they shouldn't be going. And that's why a proper mediumship class is needed uh, when they want to connect to their loved ones. You don't just say, you know, I want to talk to my dad now. Oh, hi, dad, start talking, because it could be not your father. It could be... Some other kind of spirit. Exactly, that's my point. It goes back to what I always believe in. What is the truth indicators? How do they know they're actually getting authentic information? And that's what you're going to help people through because every person is going to have a different truth indicator. Some people might get goosebumps. Some people might, you know, have just a a feeling of air that brushes over them. So that's what you help with. I think that's the most important thing that you can teach people. Um, what, what they want to open themselves up to personal mediumship. And again, that's for you to become the medium to communicate with your deceased loved one. Tell me a story about the success you've had with teaching people about becoming a personal mediumship. Well, this is new. So I haven't, I've just done it personally with like this one person that became really good friends with the father that lost his child. And um, I, you know, I saw him go from being this guy that was just a mess in my office to like, I would touch base with him monthly and have him come in. I'd just say, all right, time to come in again. Your child wants to talk to you. And he'd just come in, and I just did it free of charge. I didn't charge him and said, okay, um, this is the messages that I'm receiving from him. He told me that he did this, this, and this with you. And he's like, oh, my God, yeah, that happened. He goes, and I was talking to him. And and so it's just beautiful to see that he was actually able to start healing. And he ended up moving on, this this, this father, and remarrying and um 
just had a beautiful life. And it's because a lot of it was guided through his son that he was able to communicate with daily. So that wasn't like from this class, but this was one of the reasons I did the class because I saw how much it changed his life. And also like when clients come in here and one of the last things that they say before they, the, the time is over, like, how do I connect now? How do I connect? I hear this a million times. This is why I wrote this class. And I'm like, okay, take a deep breath in. This is what you want to say. I ask the white light of God and so forth, like to protect me. And you know, I want to connect to my, you know, my loved one in spirit. And, um, and then I would just do this thing for them to protect. And then I'd have them take a couple deep breaths in and then start talking to them. And some people could instantly make that connection where they were hearing them already. And some were like, oh, I can't feel I can't hear them. But all right, try this feeling them. Try this for. Right. It's going to take practice. See? A lot of people, it's not going to happen overnight. But I, right. so I, already, like, I like what you're doing so with that. So let me ask you one thing. What do you hope to achieve or accomplish with teaching people um, how to connect with their spirit loved ones? I am hoping that this changes everything in the industry. I mean, because, again, I have not seen anything like this out there. Um, this came from spirit. I feel like it's really needed for clients, whether it's mine or other people that find me through Ariel or other places that I am, to be able to change it for people to know they can make their own connection, um, to know that they can talk to loved ones anytime to be able to follow up with me because this class is also going to become available online. I'm Very in the nice. of um, doing this audio files. I'm going to also see if I can eventually teach it like through zoom or something in person, like through faces and work, having people work um, with me and, you know, go over the class and all that. This is something I want to be able to teach worldwide because it's so, so needed. Um, you know, sometimes I have people that come to me and they've, they've saved up their money just to have a one hour session with me. And it's like, I feel like it's not enough. You know, I, I don't want to push away people from mediumship sessions. I think it's important, but I feel like they should follow up. What's 250 for an hour for me or 250 for a 10 hour class where you're going to get so much more for the rest of your life exactly. instead of waiting for a medium appointment. Or if you can't come to me in person and you go to somebody else and, you know, and then you didn't have a good reading and all of a sudden you're like, okay, this is, this is full of, this is not real. You know, I'm going to not, I'm going to forget about this. I, I want to change how people think. I want to have change how people feel and to be able to heal during their loss by being able to make those connections, not only initiating contact, but first of all, the first step is being able to really know that you're receiving messages. Cause that's like the first step in my class to know and acknowledge, hey, I'm already receiving, and how is my strongest sense coming in? Am I seeing them more? Am I hearing them more? Okay, that's how you're going to start working with spirit initially, and then you're going to work with all the other gifts because every single medium or whoever develops, they all have their special gifts of what their strongest suit is. Mine is seeing and hearing. I, yeah. you know, But it's going to be so profound, I think, and I and even if it doesn't take off initially, I don't care because I know it's needed and people just need to find it. And it's going to help them tremendously, whether they live another 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, to talk to all their relatives and their friends. And it doesn't matter how old they are. People need to understand how this works and not to be afraid of it. It's the most beautiful gift you can give yourself. Very good. It's now, do you still recommend people to consult with you Um as well as after you teach them and, and they go on and they can, you know, sort of tap into their own uh, spirit uh, for their own comfort and, and solace and so on. But do you still recommend people coming to you for a medium reading after you've taught all these people? 
Absolutely. I mean, I'm not going to say like everybody's going to want to get into personal mediumship, but I'm hoping, yeah, because I still have plenty of um, clients and I have plenty of regulars. And um, I would say that, yeah, of course I do. But I mean, I just feel like I want to still want to mentor them down the road to be able to. That's why I'm going to have the mediumship development circles, because I want people to receive messages for themselves, but then being able to trust spirit to give messages for other people so they can they trust both ways receiving and giving so um that's whole the whole part of my plan right now well i love it and i certainly commend you for doing this and i look forward to it so right now you have your classes until we meet again and it's all about teaching individuals personal mediumship so they can tap into and and receive messages from their deceased loved ones and you show them all about understanding the truth indicators, clearing out the chakras and all types of steps. And I guess it's going to be about eight-week class. And then eventually you're going to expand this to hosting on Zoom or Skype and other digital formats for people as well, which I think could be, you know, quite popular. So I recommend anybody. I mean, I have known Lauren Bordolami Robbins now about three years. And like I said in the beginning, you know, she did uh, cold readings uh, to be able to qualify to be participate with Ariel, so she is one of the few authentic spiritual mediums that um, that I've really connected with and I've and I've liked, and I think she's very honest and in addition to being authentic. So if you want to have a session with her or take the class, and then of course keep in touch, you can find out more about Lauren Bordalami Robbins on Ariel.com as well as your own website, Lauren. And what is that? It's www.lauren Bortolami, B-O-R-T-O-L-A-M-I dot com. Very good. Well, it's been a pleasure. I've enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. Tune in next time as there's always something new to learn on Ariel Talk Time. If you're a professional lifestyle consultant looking to expand your brand, gain more recognition, or to be featured with an exceptional group of inspiring professionals, join Ariel. Visit Ariel.com.